nothing impossible. So that's why we still here plugging away, pressing on toward that mark at the prize of the high calling of God. So we just like to welcome all of you here with my wife, Pastor Sharon, and I this morning on the School of Healing Virtual Wellness Center. And we're going to go ahead this morning and get started. Just uh, didn't want to miss the opportunity. I know I could have delegated and passed it off to, to uh, Pastor Eric, Pastor Eric, ministers and somebody else could have done this but I felt it my duty to do this amen I, I just felt that I could not not do this and because uh, my, my arm might be broken my body bruised hurting in some places from time to time but my mind is stayed on the Lord so in that regard I'm still in perfect peace nothing has changed my thoughts about God and my thoughts about my, my, my call and my responsibility and I said, Lord, you give me the strength, I'll do it. And he says, I've given it to you. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen. And I just got excited to know about the opportunity. Amen. And so we thank God this morning. It was a blessing to be here. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and get started this morning. School of Healing, we're right on time. So you all just kind of stand by. Amen. Muted. And by a man, we won't get started here. We are started. We got to set the Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, prayer warriors, intercessors, uh, children of God this morning, called of God this morning, assembly of God this morning. This is Pastor Lester Sharon Hayes, just one of your hosts for School Hill and Virtual Wellness Center. Welcome all of you to uh, this Sunday morning, November the 6th, amen, at 6 a.m. as we gather this morning to learn some more about, uh, you know, how uh, God wants us to live uh, a healthy life, a better life, and uh, what is it that we need to do, what's our role, what's our responsibility, and that's what it's all about. We can't go around acting like we know all, we've done all. There's so much more that God wants us to discover about maintaining these temples, these vessels, in a better and a more excellent way. And it's all compacted and contained in the word of God, written there for our learning. And so many times we search the scriptures for other things that we want God to do. And sometimes we omit searching for how to live a healthy life, you know, a better life. And it's all in the word, how to eat better, how to live better, how to do better, you know, how to strive after some things for, you know, a future of optimal overall wellness. And, we know back in 2020, we were challenged with COVID and God birthed this in our spirit to do this virtual, you know, wellness center, uh, school of healing. And now here we are challenged again. You know, if you could see me right now, Pastor and I, you would know we've been in a serious accident. We have bruises, we have black eyes, we have swollen uh, different body parts and broken arms and broken noses. But Again, our spirits are intact. You know, this, this flesh perishes day by day anyway. But our spirits are, are renewed. They're strengthened, you know. And, and even now, we feel strong in the spirit of God, you know, in the power of his might. You know, it's not our strength. It's his, him strengthening us. Amen. And so I just want to make note of that. Amen. And so this morning, we want to pick up uh, our study this morning in the School of Healing and talk about... Uh, a subject that uh, I believe don't always get talked about 
in any great detail. It's kind of like a general comment we make sometimes, and you know, and it's talking about medicine. So we want to we want to be able to take a look at medicine, medicine at this point, the role they play. Uh, this is just jumped in my spirit the other day when uh, after the accident, and that that seemed to be a topic every even in the emergency room, even in the ambulance. Uh, even when the girl was, they were assessing me to want to know what medicines I was taking. And, and I just kept hearing that, hearing that. And yes, we do use medication. Some people curse medication. Some people say you're cursed if you use medication. Some people have a problem with medication. Some people can't do nothing without medication. Some people are addicted to medication. <clears throat> but medicine has been around, you know, it's a, it's a part of our existence. And we should never fear medicine. But we, we should never put medicine before God. Amen. We should use it appropriately. We should use it, use it in moderation. We should use it uh, for the reason it's created. It's not a cure. Sometimes people say, they cannot get that medicine out when they cure it. Uh, I believe that God is the only cure. I believe he's the only one that can cure us and heal us. I believe that medicine used by doctors can help treat things and help make us feel better and bring a level of comfort. And we're going to talk about that this morning because we are striving, uh, you know, to build a future of optimal overall wellness. And we need to have a real good understanding as we age and get older and we become more injury prone. Uh, medicine is going to have to be a part of our, our, our day-to-day life. You know, not that we want to get addicted to it and get high on it, but we want to be able to implement it as a part of our treatment plan because it does bring some level of comfort sometimes to get us through some pain. Painkillers do work sometimes to relieve some of the chronic pain. You know, some, you know so there, there are some benefits, and we want to know, you know, what those benefits are, what are the uses of that, and it's all part of building that future of optimal overall wellness. So bear with me this morning. I know you're probably going to learn some things this morning that you probably already know. It'll probably be a reinforcement of things you know. But uh, sometimes those things are worth going over again. So to make sure we got a clear understanding and a picture in our mind, because when we go to the doctor and they prescribe something, we want to know what questions to ask. <laughs> I can sit and tell you about my, 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 some of my parents and grandparents. You know, they were on 27, 28 medications. And that, that bothered me sometimes to say, man, you, 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 at your age, they got you taking that much medication. And, and they would argue with you about that medication. Doctor gave me that medication. And, and sometimes they were worse off when they took all that medication at one time than if they didn't take it. And sometimes it affects us the same way. Sometimes medication interact with medication and it's not good for you. But but we're going to look at medication today in a, in a, in a, in a little bit of a light uh, of, of the role of it and how it benefits us and the purpose of it. And hopefully we'll walk away today with a good understanding about medication as we'll build the future of optimal overall or wellness. What role does it play in that process? Amen. In that endeavor. And so let's just pray. Father, we thank you this morning. We praise you this morning. We give you glory, honor, and praise. We come in the awesome, incredible, amazing name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to this uh, School of Healing Virtual Wellness Center this morning with open minds this morning, Lord God, to learn. We don't know it all, but we're seeking to know more. And we thank you, Lord God, for your wisdom and for your knowledge. You're helping us, Lord God, to grow in that uh, that area, Lord God, that we may 
uh, strive and aim fully equipped and prepared to build a future of optimal overall wellness. Father, we're talking about physical wellness, spiritual wellness, emotional wellness, financial wellness, occupational wellness, and environmental wellness and social wellness and any other area of wellness where we're lacking. We thank you for the provision. We thank you for the knowledge. We thank you for the wisdom. We to be able to apply it to our lives, even in moderation when necessary. We thank and praise you to remove the fear, God, for of medication, Lord God. We thank you for a clear understanding of the side effects, God, the purpose of it, Lord God, and the role that it plays, Lord God, not to be a cure, God, but to be a help, Lord God, as we seek cure from you, God. You are the one who healed our disease and rescued it from destruction. You sent your word, Lord God, to be Amen, Lord God, that healing for us, Jesus Christ, the living word of God. And we thank you that with his stripes, we're already healed. We thank you for every prescription, every medication that's never been written for our benefit. We thank you that we have access to primary care professionals, God, who can answer questions about side effects. We thank you that we have a level of basic understanding that we can Google these things and research for ourselves, the side effects, the interaction of various medicines that we put in our bodies, Lord God. But one thing, Father, that we dismiss out of the process is the spirit of fear. We're not to fear, Lord God, medication. We're not to fear doctors. We're not to fear, Lord God, hallelujah, Lord God, going through afflictions and trials and tribulations because we know, God, that you've already gone through them. You've already suffered, and you told us to be of good cheer because good cheer is a medicine itself, Lord God. And so we thank you this does good, a merry heart does good for us like a medicine. So we thank you this morning as we open up this level of study this morning, Lord God, to look into uh, the medicines, the roles of medicines, God, the purpose of medicines, oh God. And so help us this morning, Holy Spirit, as we take on this subject this morning, because we all take medication, God. But we want a clear understanding this morning of why the medication, what is the purpose of the medication, and God, some of the roles and different types of medication. So we thank you this morning. We praise you this morning. Now, Holy Ghost, help us this morning. Amen. We have somewhat prepared ourselves this morning to teach this, but we need your help to energize our brains. I'll call them this morning to remember what we studied, to remember the experience that we've had, and to share this morning with open hearts this morning without being critical or judgmental of anyone in the medical field. God, we thank and praise you for medicine. We thank and praise you that we have access to them. We thank and praise you that we have the financial ability to afford them. And we're even praying now, God, that as our government continue to pass legislation to provide for seniors, Lord God, to a medication uh, discount on their insulin and other types of medication. We thank you for the free uh, medications that people can go and access, God, prescribed by their doctors, God. We thank you for the, for the pharmaceutical industry. We're just praying that they be good brokers and good stewards, God, and not rip the people off and overcharge and overtax them for medication, Lord God. And so, Father, we're just praying for natural cures this morning. We're praying for every available mechanical opportunity out there, God, that it will help your people, Lord, to live a healthy life, a long life of longevity, Lord God. And so we give you praise for it this morning in Jesus' name. Thank you for healing our bodies this morning. Amen and amen. So this morning, again, like I said, you know, we want to talk about, you know, uh, Primarily medicine. Uh, last week we talked about healthy and unhealthy choices that have consequences. We also talked about uh, Christian living is the best way to build a future of optimal overall wellness. And sometimes we may feel that we have to separate from medicine and hospitals and doctors and 
those things in order to be able to live as a Christian. But let me tell you something. I read in the Bible that there were Christians in the Bible who had physicians, some powerful Christians, used mightily by God, had a traveling physician with them, Paul being one, you know, and so when Hezekiah was sick, you know, same thing, you know, uh, so it's, it's, it's all biblical, amen, and we're going to take a look at that, some of that this morning. Uh, I want to give for a scripture reference this morning as we get started. I have a couple of, we'll probably jump back and forth with them, but one of the ones that really, really jumped out at me uh, came straight out of the book of wisdom, the book of Proverbs, and a lot of you, I know, know this scripture, amen. Uh, it's in the book of Proverbs, the fourth chapter, and it's verse 20. Uh, through 27 of the King James Bible, and now we just read it. I got a few others too. It says, "My son, this is this is this is uh, you know uh, Solomon, Amen. Uh, you know, reflecting on what instructions his dad gave him. David was his father, and he says, "My son, attend unto my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes." Keep them in the midst of thine heart, but they are life unto those that find them. Let thine eyes look right on, and let thine eyelids look straight before thee ponder the path of thy feet and let all thy ways be established turn not to the right hand or to the left remove thy foot from evil and that's again in the in the book of proverbs chapter 4 verse 22 verse 27 of the king james bible the reason this 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 advice to his son is so important and it's the same to us this advice is to all to the to everybody the whole human whole humanity it just so happened that this was a, an exchange from a father to a son and our father our god almighty of blessings has given this instruction to us too amen as an example because the goal here is to be able to maintain a merry heart, you know, a happy spirit, a, a peaceful mind, you know. And he's, he's, he's laying out here all of those things that sometimes uh, oppose that state of wellness, that state of well-being, okay? And, but he gives us some antidote in here, you know, that, that, that to help us. And when he says here, and health to all that flesh, that, that word health is talking about a medicine, something that soothes, something that helps you to be able to deal with it. And this is the ultimate medicine, talking about the word of God, keeping it before our eyes, always referring to it. You mean I don't go to the medicine chest and look up what medicine I got up there, what painkiller I got up there? Yeah, I do that. But that's always secondary, you know, but the word should come first. We, we should hide that word in our heart. We should know what that word says about healing. Uh, you know, so that that should be our first reaction. The other day, Saturday, when we had that accident, and I can remember and recall the first words that came out of my mouth was, thank you, Jesus. When I realized my level of consciousness 
you know, and that I was still there and I could hear my wife's voice groaning. And we, we were, we were, we were having some level of communication, even though we were having a tremendous accident, but Jesus, which is the living word of God was the first thought that came to our mind was to thank him, you know? And I believe that it was in that instance that there was a bomb of Gilead released. As the scripture says, I believe that there was some, you know, some weeping, but then there was some joy that came to strengthen us because we realized as bad as it appeared, we were still alive. We were still breathing. We were still in our right mind. And I would tell you, I don't know uh, that that was the reason I had no pain at that moment. I had absolutely no pain, nowhere in my body at that moment. And I've had a lot of pain since then experiencing a little bit now but at that moment when i called on the, the name of jesus and thanked him i just don't believe pain had a chance to come in and and and, and discourage me and to make me be afraid i didn't experience no fear i really didn't know what was going on but my spirit and my mind was in tune enough to say thank you jesus and said it several times and i believe i heard my wife even saying you know, and we groan and we moan and said some other thing because just that, just the thought and the idea, we just had a serious wreck. Sometimes can be overwhelming. But the medicine that, that, that we first received that morning was, I believe, just a touch from heaven. I believe that I began to realize more and more we have been kept by Jesus as the only God. I'm thinking about my only God could have, could have, could have, could have, could have kept us, could have done that, you know. And later on, as, 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 as the, Responders showed up and MKT people showed up and the rescue people showed up. They began to say things, positive things, things about us. They recognized who we were, happened to be some people that knew us by name, by title, by what we do for the community. Again, that was like medicine. They were saying, praise the Lord. This Reverend Hayes, this, this, this Pastor and Miss Hayes, we know them. We were just with them. All that was like medicine, you know. That was the first medicine that we took. You know, and, 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 and that should always be a reminder to us that when we, especially Christian believers, experience a physical crisis, emotional crisis, financial, anything that comes to challenge our wellness, we should always bring the, into the forefront thanksgiving to Jesus and all things give thanks. We learned that in the book of First Thessalonians chapter 4, I want to say verse 18 and 19. And all things give thanks. Now, we don't give thanks for all things, but we give thanks in all things. And as we began to do that, there was a soothing comfort that just came over. And I realized immediately that I was still cognitive enough to tell people my name, uh, tell them, you know, where I live, my address, you know, uh, still able to function mentally. Remember, emotional wellness is a part of overall wellness. But the medicine was the name of Jesus. You know, that's the medicine. The word of God is Jesus is the incarnated word of God made flesh. So when you say thank you, Jesus, for, 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 for keeping me, saving me, healing me, he says, you're, you're healed, you're, you're saved. Am I your praise? You know, am I your, still your praise? Yes, Lord. And that's in the book of uh, Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 14, the King James Bible, you know, and, and, and now looking back, putting the dots together and everything, I say, you know, that we, we, we took that medicine and we used it and that medicine helped us, you know, but there are other medicines too, you know, that we need to understand 
they help us too. They don't cure us. They don't heal us. Jesus said, if I heal you, heal. If I say to you, save, am I your praise for that? Well, we thank God also for all the additional painkillers and, 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 you know, and insulin medications and, you know, and other medicines. Motrin, those medicines are good too when they are used properly because we have to know these medicines because they can cause a reaction with other medications, which I had a reaction on that day at the hospital because I, I had told the person administering the medication, what medications I, my body could tolerate for pain. They, they told me they had that medication, but they gave me a different medication. And I believe they gave me more than my body was able to handle at the time. And, 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 I, and I had a reaction to it. So we want to understand about medicines. You know, they do play a role with their purpose. And we want to be more, more cognizant and more knowledgeable of these medicines. And not just because somebody say, you know, this is a medicine. Okay, we think all medicine is good for me. I can't take all medicine. You can't take all medicine. Medicines sometimes are very, very toxic. They're chemicals. These are chemicals that go into our bodies. And we want to look at that. And But this scripture right here kind of sets a precedent for me. Now, the next scripture that I believe this scripture kind of spills over into is in the book of Proverbs, chapter 17, verse 22, the King James Bible, you heard me make reference to it. If you dot all the T's and cross all the I's of what I just read you in those uh, those uh, seven verses, <clears throat> look at what happened. He says, a merry heart do it good like a medicine. Okay? But a broken spirit dries like bones. You know, even though our bodies are crushed and trapped and, and yet to be, you know, sawed out of vehicles and metal that you twisted and bent metal, our spirits were not dry and broken. That was the one thing that was intact. Okay. And because I was not experiencing any pain, it was to come later. I don't know if my wife had a level of pain, but we had, it's like we had a merry heart. Because anytime you call on the name of Jesus in the middle of a crisis or anything, whether nothing is going on, if that don't produce a merry heart, then there's there's some other things that's kind of messed up. So we should always strive to maintain a merry heart. Why? It does good like a medicine. And until you get some medicine, until they got that idea, I, I felt good. Because I heard my wife's voice. She was still with us. She was still intact. I could also hear the jaws of life and the saws and whatnot stretching that metal, opening that metal up that was all bent up, had her trapped in. I could hear that from where I was at. And the guy kept reassuring me, we're going to get past the Sharon out. We're going to get Miss Hayes out. She's going to be okay. She's still with us. She's still alive. You think that didn't juice up my heart to be married? More Thanksgiving flowed out of me just to hear that, even to just hear her voice right afterwards. Hear her saying, thank you, Jesus. We saying it in unison. You okay, baby? You worried about me over there? And I, you know, we, and I'm, I'm worried about her, you know, but it was with a merry heart to hear our voices. That was like a medicine. That was the initial dose of medicine, you know, that, that just, you know, kind of acted just like a medicine for us, you know, where fear didn't come in. At that point, I wasn't even thinking about no vehicle. I was thinking about my wife or thinking about myself. I wasn't even really thinking about what just happened. I was just glad to be alive. And it was like medicine. And so that should be something naturally that happens when you call on the name of Jesus 
Okay, he says, keep thy heart with all diligence. Keep thy heart. When you can't keep your body, you should strive to keep your heart. See, God was keeping our bodies. He kept the pain away. I didn't feel no pain until after I left the hospital and came home. Amazing. And when the girl grabbed my arm in the hospital, some pain shot through my arm. I knew then that something is wrong. And they found out I had a broken arm and they put a cast on it. But the only pain I felt was when, when somebody tried to do something with a certain part of my body to move me in a certain way. And I could tell then something was wrong because there was pain then. But just constant, regular pain, it, it hadn't happened. But I had Christian people all around me praying with me, thanking God with me. Just an atmosphere of thanksgiving coming from believers, family members, my daughter, son-in-law, Pastor got the people were there, my daughter-in-law, Crystal, and Carl and Kelly and Alex, and all of them were there, and, you know, and, and Tony came, you know, and I mean, even now we have Crystal here. We've had, you know, we've had family members coming in. I mean, these are Christian family members coming and adding and pouring more into that joy, keeping our hearts merry and filled. And this is, I believe, part of why it hasn't been as bad as it's been. You know, it's been soothing. It's been encouraging. Deacon McNair came by and hung out the other day. You know, we've had different ones in and out. Uh, Momsy, you know, my, 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 my uh, Crystal's mother, her aunt. We have people standing in line that want to know when they can come and visit. We've had our, our landlord have come and bought food for us. Our neighbor came and laid hands on me and prayed for us. That just keeps your heart merry. So you don't have time to think into fear and worry. And that's a part of it. But this is where the other medicine comes in. At, to be able to take that so you can relax, take that pain start gushing through certain parts of your body. You can take uh, some Motrin. You know, we have that ibuprofen here, which now has been diagnosed for, for that. So we, we, we use medicine too now to be able to bring some level of comfort, you know, and so, but the but the word is what it promises and gives hope to is that first line of medication. This is what we just read. That's that first line of medication, and we know the word. And it says, "Keep you know our hearts with all diligence." Why is that? Because out of it flows the issues of life. You know, we say as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And that's true in the book of Proverbs, chapter seven, chapter twenty-three, verse seventeen, Dan Bible. So I was not thinking at the time about what had happened. I was just thanking Jesus for keeping us and saving us. That 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 could have become an issue right away and took us to a deep place of of fear, you know, you know, worrying, anxiety. I'm not saying that that was not going to come, okay? But even as I was riding away in the ambulance and I'm thinking about worst case and scenario, what else could have happened? Could have went off a bridge, could have ran into an 18-wheeler, could have went across into other traffic. I started thinking about that. I, I'm cognitive enough not to be processing all of that. And I'm trying to trying to not think negative about it, but just be realistic about it. 
And you know God is so good because let me say, let me just say this to you. He He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. Even when we have an accident, He's there. And it's when we call on His name and begin to give thanks in those things and those things and those things like we should with Thanksgiving. He and he, he instructs and advises and encourages us even in the midst of that. He wants you to know that I did not leave you. I did not forsake you. And here's what happened. Every one of those thoughts that came into my mind, I had another thought to counter that thought that was from God. And I remember after about processing about 15 different possible potential episodes or things that could have happened, worst case scenarios, that it just kept, it's, it's like it just kept getting overrode by something else, by something positive. And and probably after about 10 or 12 of those those thoughts that never really had a chance to take root, I just heard the Holy Spirit say, the truck got destroyed. It was the truck that was destroyed. The truck is destroyed. Notice what I said. He said, it is the truck that got destroyed. Then he said, the truck is destroyed. First he said, it was the truck that got destroyed. Then he said, it, the truck is destroyed. In other words, what came next was he said, but you're not destroyed. You and your wife are not destroyed. Y'all not destroyed. See, when the, when the enemy comes in and try to exhaust some things and some, some, some stuff above the knowledge of who God is, just like this word we just, we just said right here, look what he says now, keep thy heart with all diligence. The world was doing that because the enemy was really trying to infiltrate our hearts and get us to think and doubt and worry and be fearful. But see, fear don't come from God. Worry is a sin. Doubt and unbelief, man, is, is where we need help at sometimes. But see, we've overcome that. We don't doubt God. We know too much about God to doubt God. Because we got the promises of God. We got the word of God. And it's good like a medicine to our flesh and marrow to our bones. Is what he's is what he's telling us here, and it keeps us when those issues of life start to start to pile up in us. He wants those issues to be good issues with potential of a brighter day, a brighter future, one of optimal overall wellness. And so I realized I was getting help. I realized God was intervening and it's not letting me go to that place of worry and, and, and fear and doubt, and you know, and how bad I was. Uh, we were injured, and you know, and constantly I'm thinking about what I had heard when I asked. I, was talking to my wife she was still there and the real reassurance i got from all those first responders that she was going to be okay so you know so that my heart was merry about that i was thinking god about these are angelic people god they just showed up quick you know what i mean it was like real quick turnaround that if that didn't make my heart merry you know i mean i, I was I, I didn't have time to be worried about nothing because that merry heart do it good like a medicine but a broken spirit. I wasn't going to let my spirit be broken. Even now sitting here teaching, I'm not going to let my spirit be broken. You know, because my flesh is bruised and been damaged and broken, but my spirit is made strong because we're still here. We can still give thanks. We can still talk about the Lord. We can still receive and enjoy the gifts and the love that have been poured out by our children, you know, our friends, our family, extended family have come from near and far, have called with prayers and, you know, an encouragement. Keeps your heart merry. Therefore, you got that medicine. But I got them sitting here on the counter looking at medication. I took some ibuprofen last night. I was able to sleep pain-free. And with my wife, you know, we're dealing with the recovery. And there's pain, too. 
ice pack on. I mean, I've got people who can do an ice pack and put on the neck. You know, I've got people who can put a heat pad on because I can't use this arm. My wife, uh, you know, she, she, she can use her arm. If I need her to give me an injection or to check something, you know, we got, we got all that we need. We have the medicine and we know how to take this medicine. I got people, man, here can get me water. Uh, you know, where I can't, they can get my, my pills and lay them out for me. I can take them appropriately. They, they're, they're asking me questions. What is, what is this medicine here for? They're making sure that, you know, that I'm doing the right thing by the medicine. I'm on my routine right now. And I'm telling you, we're getting some incredible results because they're keeping me on that routine. And so therefore my heart remains merry like a medicine and my bones and my spirit is not broken. My bones are not dry, you know. And so in the book of Jeremiah, that was the book of Proverbs, chapter 17, verse 22, the King James Bible. <clears throat> also in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 8, verse 22, verse 22, the King James Bible says this. It says, the harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. This is very important verse of scripture to me. Because... We are seeing people die around us every day. Young people are leaving here. We know about several funerals. I was even asked the other day, after I got home from the hospital, I got a call from a person that we grew up with. His concern was his baby brother had died. And we know that we grew up with him. And he wanted to know if I was able to do the eulogy. He said, because you know us, you know him, we raised up. He said, I've been all around town. I couldn't find nobody, no preachers want to do it. So somebody said, call Pastor Hayes. He know him. He, he know us. First hand. I said, brother, I would love to. I said, but right now, man, I had an automobile accident. Serious. And my wife said, it's impossible. I've got a cast on all of them in recovery. He said, you know, I, I thought I heard about that, real. He said, man, I, I, I'm so sorry. You know? And immediately he began to pray for me and encourage me that I would get me and my wife would get better, apologizing for it. And I asked him a question, you know, we, we began to talk. And I said, he said, he's now you know my son, love the Lord. I said, brother, that's what I was giving me to ask you, man. Is, is, he, is he with the Lord? I said, and you answered it for me. And I said, I don't know. I don't trust Because if I would have did a eulogy, that would have been important for me to know. But then I got to thinking, him and I got to talking. And he said he really wanted me to do that eulogy because he knew I would challenge his family members to be saved. He said he know all of his family members are not saved. He said he know that he hadn't been living right. He said, one thing I know it, and when we were talking about who to get, and your name came up, and he said one thing they said, well, I know, I know Reverend Hayes, there's nobody else. If you get him, he's going he to challenge our family to be saved. Mm-hmm. See, that's the most important thing right there. If we were not saved, I share now, we don't know what might have happened, what could have happened. But we know being saved, it would it, it, it wouldn't have mattered. Because we would have just been absent from the body and truly present with the Lord. Because see, when you're saved, though you be dead, yet shall you live. And and that's a joyous thought. That that's that's what adds to that merry heart. Because we're 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 also wanting to be spiritually well too we want to know what goes on spiritually just like we know what goes on naturally which brings us back to medicine we want to know what medicine can do for us before i put it in my body 
what's the benefit? Not just taking it because somebody else is taking it, somebody said this. We want to be able to be knowledgeable, just like we're knowledgeable of the word. Well, there's issues, if I could say, out of the abundance of the heart, you know, flow the issues of life. Well, there ought to be some 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 stuff flowing out of our heart about medications too. We want to have that word hidden in our hearts, not just the the, 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 the scriptures, but any wisdom. You know, when something comes up and somebody says, well, can you take this and can you take that? I want to be able to know, can I? And when I told the lady, no, I can't take that, I can't take that because other med- the other medications I'm taking may have a reaction, but I can take gabapentin, 400 milligrams and 300 milligrams. Huh? Yeah. And so, you know, and so she said, yeah, we have that here, but that's not what they gave me. She went and gave me something, gave me, I believe she overdosed me with it, and I had a reaction. This is why I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with this topic now. You know, and they had, to, they had to keep me after they had dismissed me because I was having a reaction. Come to find out, she had gave me too much medication that worked at the time that didn't work with the other medication that I was taking. And I had a reaction. I think she gave me too much. And it was what I told her. And I wasn't having any pain, so she didn't need to give me all that for pain. But her excuse was, later on, the pain might kick in because you were in shock right now. That's why you're not feeling no pain. It didn't, it didn't really make sense to me, because I wasn't feeling no pain, to give me pain, that much pain to medication through IV. And so I, I said, you know, I need, to, I need to talk about this, because this is part of our overall wellness. There may be another time I have to go back to the emergency room for something in the future. You know, maybe you might be in that situation. So you want to know what these people are giving you and putting in your ID. You want to ask questions. You want to be knowledgeable. You know, you can't have a reaction. Sometimes that reaction could be deadly. It could be devastating. And so it says, you know, that, you know, uh, for the hurt of the daughter of my people, am I hurt? I'm black. Astonishment has taken hold on me. Is there no bomb in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is not the health of the daughter of my people recovered? And a lot of times it's because of lack of what we don't know. We perish for a lack of knowledge. We perish for a lack of knowledge. Now, a physician did come in the room later. And he came back and forth several times asking me questions. I myself don't believe, looking back about it, as I thought about it, that the doctor told her to give me that medication. I don't know who made that decision, where it was made at, you know, who, 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 who authorized it. But I do know enough about it that doctors should be the one that let you know what medication they're going to give you. And when that doctor was in there, he asked me specifically, look right at me, he said, are you having any pain? I said, just a little bit over there in my arm, my upper arm. You know, I said, but it's okay as long as I don't move it. He said, good. He asked me, would I own any type of, I said, I take gabapentin, 400 milligrams, 300 milligrams, but I take it as needed. He said, good, we, we, we have gabapentin. Well, even when the nurse came in, they were real, real sure. She asked me, I said, I, I, I do gabapentin. She said, we have that here. Well, I'm thinking that's what she's going to give me if she give me anything. I didn't need anything right then. But what she gave me was 400 milligrams of uh, ibuprofen and 
four hundred milligrams or something else. They told me on the milligram when I really didn't need it, and I had a reaction, you know. And so, if there's a physician there, you know, they should be the one that prescribe, you know. And I'm not saying that he that they didn't talk or whatever, but I just know that I didn't need that much painkiller in my body at the time. <clears throat> You know, and so we use these positions, but they're not God. And he says, is there no bomb in Gilead? Yes, God is always standing by to help us to get through those situations. Remember now, we're in the emergency room now, so I'm not having any pain. Sharon and I are getting treated. So God has already released the bomb. He's already released the, 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 the promise of Isaiah chapter 53, verse 3 through 5, with his stripes we're healed. That process is already beginning. You know, our hearts are, are still merry right now because we are we're surrounded by loving, caring family. So nothing was nothing was taken away from that joy that was in our heart. That that was the bomb. That was the bomb that came from God. The joy of the Lord was our strength at that time. The joy of the Lord was helping us that, at that time. It was coming through our children, our grandchildren. They were there. They were praying. They were thanking God. See, that was the bomb. You know, to know that we had all that reinforcement there, all of that security there, all of that protection there, sending up prayers, thanking God, monitoring everything that was going on, making sure we were being treated properly, even though there were some questions about it. But see, to me, that was the bomb. And I did get to talk to a doctor. But we talked more to Dr. Jesus. We talked more about him. We communicated more with him. We gave more thanksgiving and praise to him. And I believe that that, while we wasn't experiencing no excruciating pain, was because that bomb of Gilead was there. You know, that spiritual bomb from heaven showed up, blew up pain, blew up any, you know, any, any, any intent, increased pain. I believe it blew it up. I believe it blocked it. already sent it and then he just real reinforced that I'm your physician I'm your healer you know thank God for the doctor that came in thank God for the nurses they weren't the most professional but I thank God that I wasn't really dependent on them as much as I was my chief physician Jesus I knew he I knew he had us at that point I knew he had us I knew he had not forsaken us I knew he had not left us because everybody was still praising Jesus that was with us. And that's what he said. If I save you, you're saved. We were in the midst of, I don't believe, a bunch of saved people. I believe we had a lot of people with us that were saved. I don't believe everybody was saved. I believe there was a clear, uh, distinct, you know, line there. Some people were more concerned about how long they had worked, how tired they were on their ship. I ain't need to hear all that. How many people had come that day from gunshot wounds? They had four people in the room down there from gunshot wounds and knife stabbings. Why are you telling me that? Why are you telling me that? You know, I didn't need to hear that. That was not going to help me. I'm trying to maintain a, a cheerful heart, a merry heart. And you're telling me that. I don't need to know that. I don't know how tired you are. 
because you can mess up my medication by being tired, talking about this stuff, focusing on this stuff. Put your attention on myself and my wife. What do we need right now? And thank God we had family members there to ensure that they did the right thing. They give us the right medicine. And they, they slipped up on that. I'm telling you this because it's very important. You might find yourself in the emergency room. You want to make sure you got family members who take medication. Question them. Ask them questions. Why are you taking that? You know, I used to question everything they gave my mom. Even now, some of my family, when they get a certain medication, they call Pastor Sharon and ask stuff about it. Medicine is important. Your understanding of the use of it is important, too. And so he says, if there's a physician there, ask questions. You know, why then is not the health of my daughter, of my people, recovered? Maybe the wrong medication. Some folks die out their own medication. Some people die at home on medication. Lots of medication. Might not be the right medication. So we need to know what that medication is for. Uh, Book of Jeremiah, chapter 46, verse 11, the King James Bible says, Go up into Gilead and take a bond, O virgin, the daughter of Egypt. In vain shalt thou use many medicines, but thou shalt not be cured. Just because you got 27 prescriptions don't mean that you're going to be cured by the medicine. And that's what some folks think. The more medicine, the more I'm going to be cured. You better make sure you're taking the best, more appropriate medication for your condition. And remember, it's just a treatment. It's not a cure. It's to help. It's not a cure. Just because you have a high volume of medication, different kinds of medication, you got to make sure how that medication interacts and works with your body and the other medication you already been prescribed. So that's the subject this morning we're going to talk about is medicine. Jesus said, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. Uh, in the book of Matthew, chapter 9, verse 12, the King James Bible, he says, for anyone who is sick, you know, that could be pregnant woman, that could be somebody who needs medical attention, but refuses, this is the key, refuses a medical treatment, is acting in ignorance and divine providence. It took Pastor Sharon a long time to convince some of our uh, brothers, siblings, to go get checked out. They talk about, pray for me, I don't feel good. I'm good. We, had to, we had to work on them and tell them, go and get you an examination. Go see a doctor. And when they finally broke down and went, they discovered some things about their condition. Some of them discovered they had cancer, they had tumors, they had this, they had that. Think about had data went to see that doctor well before they, you know, they 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 they, they were pushed and encouraged by us to go do it. So a lot of a lot of you know family members if they start complaining about the and, and they think well if you just pray it's gonna go away. No, you tell them I'm gonna pray. We're gonna pray, but you go and and get and see a doctor. Let the doctor diagnose what these symptoms are, what, 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 is, what is this, what's going on, the MR, uh, the scan, the CAT scan, the, you know, the X-ray. And then let them, if they need, need to prescribe a certain uh, treatment plan with medication, let them do the, what they do. You're doing the right thing by turning to God, but you also want to turn to these, the, the, medical, the medical community too. They can be a great help to us. Don't be afraid of them, though. They're there for us. Jesus even said that right there. Sick people need a doctor. He said, if you don't sick, if you're not sick, you don't need no doctor. But don't be ignorant. You know, don't be ignorant. 
You know, if you need medical attention, don't refuse medical treatment. You know, go ahead on. Don't don't be ignorant. That's that's ignorance of God's divine providence. You know. Medicines are chemicals or compounds used to cure. I don't agree with that part, but that's that's the scientific definition. I believe they do treat, they help. And they may cure. I just I just have never brought myself to believe that medicine is a Cure, because I've taken medicine by basically all my life that I can recall. None of it has ever cured me, but it's given me a lot of relief. You know, and it can halt some some things that are happening, some infections and spread of stuff in the body, or it can prevent diseases. It can ease your symptoms, or it can help uh, the diagnosis of some illnesses. You know, uh, advances in medicines have been made and still being made every day. Uh, they have enabled doctors to, again, cure. And this is a scientific uh, uh, explanation here now about medicine. Some of it I agree with, but the cure part, I'm, I'm not there yet. You know, they say they found many cures and many things. I don't doubt that. You know, some of the things that, that I have going on with me, I know that God is my healer. I know that he is the, is the, the ultimate cure. I can count on that. I know that his word is guaranteed, you know. Many diseases and save lives. Yes, I believe medicine plays that part. I believe those chemicals and those compounds uh, play a big role in that. After you get a diagnosis, you find out what's going on. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I believe that God uses whatever means He wants to bring us to that level of, of cure, healing, health, wellness. We need to we need to, we need to use all of it. Some of it just need to be used in moderation. Some people sometimes mad overdose because they want to take so much. They think if the doctor tells you to take one tablet a day, sometimes they want to double it up and take two. But they think they're doubling their chances of being healed. But you want to take it appropriately as it's prescribed. The word now, you can take as much word as you want every day. Uh, some of the uh, purposes uh, of medic- medicine, is that the goals of medicine com- uh, encompasses the relief of pain and suffering, the promotion of health and the prevention of disease, and the forestalling of death and the promoting of perfect health and the cure of diseases, it aids in the cure of diseases when possible and the cure of those who cannot be cured. Now, a lot of this, like I said, based on what the medical community has said, those four areas right there that I just talked about talks about the, you know, the, uh, the purposes of medicine. I just read you four lines that the scientific community, I guess, through research and experiment, they have determined this. I haven't, I haven't had that reluctance yet to say, I'm reluctant to say that I've been cured by medicine that I've been on. Because I can't be trusting Jesus to be my healer, and he's going to heal me of all diseases and all infirmities, and then praise medicine for, for being the cure. Medicine has its place. I take medicine. It's been a benefit. It's going to continue to be a benefit. I'm taking it in moderation. I don't want to be addicted to none of it. I don't want to be totally 100% depend on any of it. I want to keep my faith in God and in his word. That's good, like a medicine. And so we're going to get ready to close here. Uh, there are several types of medications out there. 
You probably need to know what they are. You have some liquid medications. You have tablets. You have capsules. You have topical medications. Uh, uh, you have some drops. You have inhalers. You have injections. All those are types of medication that that list is that's not the all of the more items. But know what they are. Know the different types and forms. So when they tell you, okay, I, I'm gonna prescribe this, and, and it's an inhaler, something you're not used to. And some people say, especially older people, can you give me a can you give me a peel? They don't want to get into the inhalers and all this other stuff. All this is modern, you know, modern medicine. They would rather have that low peel, that low white peel, or that capsule. You know, that's what they're used to. We start talking about taking daily injections and all that. It is scary for a lot of people. They'd rather not do it. Well, you have, you're not helping yourself. You're not, you're not working toward you know, a good treatment plan that's going to hopefully one day uh, bring about a cure. And there are types of you know, various other types of medication. <clears throat> the benefit of medicines are the, the, the helpful effects that they bring to us when we use them. And we don't know if we don't use them. We have to use them in moderation like anything else and as prescribed, such as they low blood pressure, they cure infection, they relieve pain. I'm a living witness. I, I, you know, I, 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 I put stuff on infections before. I've taken medication for infection before, fungus and the toes, things like that. And it has worked. It has worked. So I do have some experience. You know, you do too. But there are risks of medications. Sometimes it's, you're taking chances that something unwanted or unexpected could happen to us when we use them. We got to be aware of that. <clears throat> Everybody can't take every medication. You got to know the ones that work for you. This is why we're doing this. They put that stuff in my body the other night and almost lost me. So, uh, why do people take medicine? You should know why you take medicine. You should know why you take it. Don't just take it because somebody said you need some medicine. You need a prescription. You need, you need to know why you take it. I know why I take it. People take medicines to fight illnesses. If that's not why you're taking it, don't take it. To feel better when they are sick. If that's not one of the reasons, don't take it. And to keep from getting sick in the first place. If that's not one of your reasons, don't take it. When deciding which medicines to give a patient, a doctor thinks about what is causing the patient's problem. I thought this was so profound. You know, know what's causing the problem, you know, before you give me a prescription. I know when my mom was going to a doctor, every time something came up, she went to the doctor, her, her thing was just give me a prescription. My, the doctor got so used to that, he would tell them, you, you need me to give you something for the pain, you give you something for it, and he just write something out. And that list of medicine just kept building. She got up to 27. And one day I was there and I looked on the counter and she said, I got to say, you ain't taking all that. I said, that's too much medication. Well, that's what the doctor prescribed. And I started reading, as you know, the side effects. I started reading some of the side effects. And I say, it's not making you better. It's making you worse. And she told me at that point, I said, next time you go to your doctor, ask him to go over the side effects. Because she told me it never went over the side effects with her. Nobody had. You know? But she loved her medicine. She loved her medicine. So we're going to go ahead and... Uh,
bring this in, I'll close with this. How do medicines work? We need to know that. All medications are chemicals that, after being ingested, travel to a target or a receptor in your body to receive what that medicine provides in the body where they perform that prescribed action. You got to know what that action is. What is it prescribed to do? Medicines take them by mouth as pills and tablets and capsules and capsules and powders or liquids are first swallowed. Then they travel through uh, all of your esophagus, right on into your stomach, and then it goes out through your blood vessels to target the areas in your body to bring you some relief. You got to understand how they work. But when you're taking them, you can expect these certain actions that that medicine is going to take. If you don't experience any of those actions that have been explained and prescribed, that might not be a medicine that works for you. So you might want to ask, Doc, can you give me something else? But this this ain't having no effect. Sometimes it may be too strong for you. And you might want to level with the doctor and tell them. Sometimes people that just endure it because they don't have the understanding of how it's supposed to work. They think that's how it's supposed to work and they're having a reaction. And they may need to say, can you give me a less less stronger dose? A more, you know, a lighter dose. Or a stronger dose. You got to know how, how it works. Have them explain it to you. We do a lot of research when we get a prescription of medicine. We sit here and we read, read, read. We just change ideas and talk about it before we put it in our body. Sometimes we take it and it's real strong. We'll call the doctor and say, look, this is, I'm not having a good, good transition, but this, can you give me something that's not as, not as strong, not as toxic, not as potent? And sometimes they will. But if you don't say anything because you don't know anything, they think it's okay, it's working fine. And you could be having the time of your life the reaction of your life, life threatening. All right, then we're going to end right there this morning. Father, we thank you. We praise you this morning, Lord God, for the lesson this morning. We thank you and praise you this morning for what we've learned more about medicine. Not that we're trying to be down doctors and diagnoses and, and nurses and whatnot, but God is just good to know. Uh, what is going in our bodies, what effects it's going to have. So we thank you for this wisdom this morning, this teaching this morning. But nevertheless, your word is still that medicine that's good for our flesh and marrow for our bones. It brings about a merry heart that do it good like the medicine so that our, our spirits go about and our broken, our bones and our dry. So we thank and praise this morning for your word. We thank you that you send us a bomb from Gilead unknown to us until it shows up and then we look back and say we know that there is a bomb in Gilead because it's only by miraculous supernatural power of God that we're still here so we thank you and we praise you Lord God all of it brought together and combined together helps us to build a future of optimal overall wellness so that we don't perish for a lack of knowledge whether it be secular knowledge physical knowledge medical knowledge or God or spiritual knowledge it all benefits the overall health and wellness of each and every one of us. So we give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you for doctors. Thank you for the medical community. Thank you for medicine. Thank you for improvement in medicine. Thank you for understanding, Lord God, how these medicines work. We give you praise, Lord, and honor for it this morning. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.